I feel like I'm playing pretend. <laughs> you know, I feel like somebody said, come over to my house and here's the box. And this is a car. The box is a car and here's the tent and here's the, here's the game. Here are the rules. And I'm like, okay, I'll play pretend, you know, we're having fun. And that's how I feel like I am with time. I'm like, oh yeah, time seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I showed up on time. Do you have the tea and the, <laughs> and the cakes? And we're going to have a little tea party and seven o'clock, you know, and everybody's like, it's seven. <laughs> but it, ne- it never feels real to me. Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I'm Mace. Welcome to episode 146. Chugging along. Chugging along. Time. Just said it. I was going to drum roll it, but you said it. (laughs) Well, the reason is because that also is a marker of time. Episode 146. That's the time. 146, 147, 148. Time. Moving. These are linear. Moving ahead. We're not saying episode 146 and then all of a sudden it's episode three. Right. But if we did title it that time would still be happening Mm. with them. Yeah. But we would sort of be, we would sort of, uh, uh, we would be questioning or going against the flow yeah, no, that would be it. Would be interesting if we did title this one like one forty four. Oh man, just to throw we, people we would, off. We would lose all followers and interest if we were that <laughs> like, incoherent. Just like randomly <laughs> numbering num- number number A twenty eight, and then <laughs> next week number Z three. I don't 10. think we'd lose any listeners. They'd be like, "What? Anyway, what is this? It's just us challenging the concept of time." <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay, so welcome to this episode where <laughs> we're a podcast dedicated to being curious. And the premise is you sit down, we sit down and have a conversation, uh, pretend you're at a party and you overhear two pals talking about something and someone said, do you want to talk about time? And the other one said, yeah. And yeah, here we are that's now exactly talking it. about time. Or we talked about like tonight, even though I'm not a real weed smoker, this is sort of like two people sitting on a porch smoking and being like, Dude, time. I know. It's like think about it. Inevitably, <laughs> this topic sounds like high. Stoner The way that we the way that we'll just be like curious of like wondering, oh, what about time? Is time even real? <laughs> what is it? It's all relative. Yeah, I'll say what 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 is this conversation not? Not is, science. So yeah, it's not <laughs> science. It's not two people that you know, sometimes we're a research podcast. It, it, it's true. We set up a we set up a system for ourselves where it's like we typically enjoy researching. It's fun. And we think of a topic and we're like, I'm going to dig into that this week. Now, in terms of our capacity, I happen to have a job these days that is taking a lot of my attention and emotional energy. And I'm not finding that I have a ton of time. You know, when we first started the podcast, time, time. Every time we say I wish we had a sound effect every time we said it. Time, (laughs) bong, o'clock. Maybe I'll try to edit. That'll be so annoying. (laughs) Every time the word time is said. Um, there was a time, there was a time where I think because I didn't like a lot of my job (laughs) (laughs) when I worked at a different place, (laughs) so vague, um, that the research for this 
show was very refreshing. I you like, like needed it. It was a life else. force. Yeah, yeah. Totally. totally. And now I'm like liking my job and feeling very not consumed, but used up, used up in the work. And so like, I don't know if I'm like, Ooh, well, I'm going to re- dedicate a ton of time to researching time this week. And you're also doing a lot of other research. It's true. My brain is full, but I did listen to Joanna Newsom's divers now five times this week, which mm. to me was apt research. Cause that album is just like a movement of time, mm. like a reflection on time, getting yourself in the mood. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We listened to podcasts. I thought about time a lot. Mm-hmm. Me too. That's pretty, I feel like it becomes the focus of attention for the week of like, Oh, throughout the days, I wonder time, hmm. time. What do I think about this moment in time? Like, wouldn't that be nice if you could do that for your grad school? Like, Hey, you have a paper due on object relations. You didn't hand in your paper, Mace. Where is it? Oh, well, I thought about object relations. <laughs> exactly. I listened to some albums. I some wondered projects. if that was happening in this moment. <laughs> it crossed my mind five times throughout okay, the day. Hey. <laughs> I just want to know you were thinking about it. <laughs> Okay, good. If only my professors knew how much I am thinking about <laughs> yeah, the things. Totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, so time. Uh, yeah, so what this isn't is this sort of like, well, first of all, if you're listening and you've got some science thoughts about time, great. And I hope that is in dialogue with our conversation. Like mm-hmm. you can interject in your mind in the conversation. say something, play. Yeah, oh, oh, if they only knew this. If Oh, here's something they didn't know. Here's something that would be interesting in this conversation. Side note promotion. Why, why not? Everybody it's right. It's good flow. (laughs) We have something to offer you all that is actually pretty darn exciting. It's really cool. It's legit exciting. Sometimes I I'm sort both of us, I think are sort of sheepish about promoting our Patreon. Mm -hmm. Um, in the past we haven't had a ton of capacity to offer extra bonus goodies on our Patreon. Yeah. This is, this is about as much as we have capacity for a weekly conversation. Mm-hmm. At this stage in life. But if you listen to our No Small Thing Industries episode, you know we have dreams of doing more. But we have a Discord server now. Yes, we do. With all sorts of interesting people talking about all these topics in a free flow, uh, free association, popping off way. So this thing about time that we're talking about, if you have things you want to contribute and questions you want to ask, and you want to talk to a bunch of interesting people, because honestly, I think our listeners are some of the coolest, most interesting people out I there. Agree. I agree. Uh, I, I, I really mean this. I really mean what I'm about to say. Say it. Not ever once been disappointed in a no small thing listener. Wow. I really mean that. (laughs) There's not been somebody that follows us and says something in comments. I'm like, why is this person following us? Why is this person like no small thing? Like this doesn't make any sense. These thoughts. You know what I mean? I've never had that. Uh, I've never thought of it that way. Very, very proud of no small thing listener. Uh, if there's an outlier someday, I don't know what I'll do, but (laughs) I guess maybe ignore them until they go away. But (laughs) no, that's not true. We won't ignore you. I don't even know what that means because I'm supposed to be curious. So everyone's welcome. But we love uh, you all. (laughs) If you want to join the Discord server, become a Patreon supporter, and you can become a Patreon supporter just for three dollars a month. Yep. If you want to give more, we'll accept that, and we will be grateful, and we will fold our hands and bow to you, and be grateful. You know, uh, <laughs> and, be, and be grateful. You'll get a nice thank yeah. you letter. Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you just want to be a Patreon supporter, $3 a month, uh, get on the conversation on the Discord server. Yeah, it's starting to happen. People are joining it and the the musings are happening. Lots of Enneagram thoughts mm-hmm. as a result of our last episode were discussed. And I think we'll continue to be discussed on there. Yeah. I dropped a dream in 
nobody commented, but I'm waiting for more people to Sad. comment on the dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe people didn't know because we have a dump- bud- bunch of different stations, different or channels. channels or whatever. Yeah, yeah. stations. stations. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm saying that in similar here, you're part of the conversation. And just know that if you have something that you want to say and that we're missing, don't don't be worried about it. Don't be like, oh, these people don't know about time. I mean, this isn't a science podcast. They're, they're missing it. Yeah, no. We, we are missing it. Yes. It's a casual conversation. Yes, and that's the time. whole thing with curiosity and being less certain. It's like, we're going to come at this and learn something in the process of talking. And we don't claim to ever be people that are like the source of any kind of wisdom. I mean, I guess I'll be love wisdom, but the source of any kind of truth, capital T truth. You have a lot of wisdom. Yeah, that's true. There's a bug flying around our house right now. I don't know, but I don't want to kill it, but it is a little distracting. It's got a weird aura. (laughs) It's got a weird aura. And Um, it's impervious to swats. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so. It really is. It just keeps coming back. So let's give an outline for this episode. Okay. This is our intro. You're listening to it. It's kind of an old school, no small thing episode. Yeah, this this totally is a vibe of us, just like a super random topic, which recently- our, one of our topics that we did in the beginning, voice, mm-hmm. which I thought was very chaotic for us that one evening. Of the most chaotic. Somebody recently just reposted and said, this episode is so helpful to me right now. Voice? Yes. <gasps> uh, uh, someone from uh, Rebel. And I was like, wow. Well, that just goes to show you, <laughs> you know, you can do what you consider a trash episode and then somebody can be touched by it or moved. Exactly. I mean, I don't think it was a trash episode, but it was like, we were really swimming in the deep. Yeah. I was like, we where were are like, we? where are we? What did we do? Why, why did we choose Boys. this? Yeah. And that's time I think has potential, but I hope that we can be, um, this book is really <laughs> all up in our business. I have too many hot takes about time for it to be yeah. lost. You know? Yes, yeah. it's true. Okay. So this is our intro. Um, we're going to maybe jump right into the, this next part. Maybe we'll take a quick break. Okay. Old school style. We'll take a quick break. Um, but then we're going to talk about first just being on time. It's and something that comes up in our lives a lot. Exactly. So I think that's kind of what introed us to think about time is Scott and I both think about time pretty, very differently, mm-hmm. very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag time stresses me out. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll talk about that. And... Then the next thing we'll do is talk about the passing of time. The passing of time. Time. These will be like, I think, 20 minute segments. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. And then we're maybe going to have a rejuvenation at some point. So we told Reuven tonight's topic is time. (laughs) And sometimes in the past, Reuven will choose like a poem on the topic. And then sometimes he'll come in and do a rejuvenation on the topic. And tonight he just said, well, I want to talk about love. (laughs) We're like, okay, well. The topic's time, but if you want to talk about love, that's fine. <laughs> I think love actually feels related. All right, sure. But yeah, no, it is It is a classic rejuvenation energy. And then we're going to have an existential conversation around time. In a wind down. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's what you're getting into. Um, hope you enjoy this. I hope that, yeah, like Scott was saying, this is an invitation for you to consider mm-hmm. time. It is no small thing. It is... Oh embedded and woven into the fabric of our lives. And so this is just us taking a moment to pause and go, holy crap, what what is time? What are we doing? What are our constructs of time and talk about it? Think about it. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk about being on time. Okay, so as Scott mentioned, we have a Patreon with a Discord 
If you're looking to join our Patreon or looking to find out more about what's going on with the podcast, you got to check out our new website, lesscertainmorecurious.com. Not only will you get access to our Patreon there, but you also get access to the No Small merch store where we've got cool t-shirts and hoodies and all the No Small themed gear that you know you want. Um, another way to support the pod is to write a rating and review. We're always asking. We're always loving them. It helps people find the show. So go on to your iTunes, write a quick review, give us the stars you want. Uh, we'll probably post it on Instagram and you'll get to feel semi-famous for a moment. So that's cool. Um, that's it. I hope you enjoy the rest of our thoughts on time. Okay, everybody, we're back. We and are back. How do I, we want to enter into this part? I don't know. Let's think about it. I have lots of ideas. Okay, just tell me. You you leave with ideas because I don't. Okay, okay, great. <laughs> I don't want to overwhelm this part because I have, this is this is almost. Scott has like lots of thoughts on this, but I kind of also do too. So we'll just be back and forth. Back and forth, for <laughs> sure. Um, so, so let me say, being on time. I don't know where to start with that, but I have had a hard time my entire life being on time. Hard time being on time. <laughs> um, never have been good at that. Never, and, and so let me just say a few a few preliminary thoughts to set the table. I'm just putting out some, I'm, I'm putting the forks. The napkins, the, yep, all we the got setting the, the, the table. table runner, uh, the vase perhaps. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I, there may be some sense of, I don't. I don't know if this is true, but some sense of like neurodivergence here of like listening to this radio lab episode, which was really strange. If you're mm-hmm. a radio lab listener, everybody, um, the one I listened to on time, you know, radio lab for the last forever has been Jad, Jad Abumrad and Robert Krolich. Mm-hmm. And in this episode on time, it's, I don't know when they did it in 2007 or something. It was old. Yeah. It's like today I have a guest, Robert Krolich from oh. this media group. And it was like, hello, Jad. And it was like, also Jad was like extra, <laughs> serious NPR pretentious voice on this episode. I was like, gosh, he really lightened up over the years, but he was like, well, let's talk about time. Thank you for that information. Well, maybe, maybe you're right on that. You know, it's like, okay, gosh, <laughs> we should do a whole segment and NPR talking, pretentious yeah, yeah. voice. That'd be so fun. No, that'd be really fun. <laughs> Cause I can do that. <laughs> yeah. And you saw sort of glimmers of their relationship bubble up in the episode, but hmm. they were saying, um, that, and this is a bit of science that time does exist differently for every single person. Right. Yeah. No, it's all relative. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They had this great example of, I mean, they were talking about like the difference between a tortoise and a hummingbird and Mm -hmm. those two things experience time differently. And they were like, yes, they do. And, um, do my snails probably. Yeah. And, uh, there was this one example where they were talking to this guy, Oliver Sacks, and he was talking, I won't get too much into Oliver Sacks, but he did awakenings and he was observing this man in, in like a, uh, one of the best word for this old, old folks home, Mm -hmm. um, who was in these slow postures for like two hours. Hmm. He'd like raise his arm way out in the air and then slowly start moving it towards his face. And it took two hours. Hmm. And when he talked to the man, he said, what are you doing with these poses all day? And the guy said, I'm not doing anything. I just wipe my nose. 
Mm. People, it's like, it takes like two seconds to wipe your nose. Yeah. And Oliver Sacks took a video of this guy and showed it to him. And mm. it, they described it interestingly. He said, how, they were like, what did he think when he saw the video? The guy, Oliver Sacks said, uh, um, blown away would be too big of a, small of a word. He was thunderstruck. Whoa. <laughs> he was like shocked. Lo- looking back and seeing. He thinks he's just wiping his nose, but he's really taking two hours to do this movement. But he doesn't notice that the people around him are moving? He just is in a different zone. Wow. Just in a different zone. Wow, that's wild. And I just think that, exp- I'm, not, I'm not that level, but like, I do think I ex- personally experience time differently than most people. I think you do too. You know, I just, and I, in my whole life, it's this constant, aggressive, all areas, all people, all areas, everywhere, reminding me that it exists. Yes. Time, 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 time. I'm like, oh. And my heart and brain and instincts don't, believe it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have any sense. My friend Sean thinks I have dyscalculia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which could be true. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm always like, Oh, I have to be reminded. I'm like, okay, that thing. Oh yeah. Time seven o'clock, seven o'clock. Check, and it's check, like check. text like oh, yeah, seven you- o'clock. Oh, oh, seven o'clock. Oh, you know, it's just a constant reminder. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't catch whatever it is. Like I think a little roller coaster and you like catch, catch the cart or whatever. It's like nothing's catching. And I'm constant. I feel like I'm playing pretend, (laughs) you know, I feel like somebody said, come over to my house and here's the box. And this is a car. The box is a car and here's the tent and here's the, here's the game. Here are the rules. And I'm like, okay, I'll play pretend, you know, we're having fun. And that's how I feel like I am with time. I'm like, oh yeah, time seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I showed up on time. Do you have the tea and the <laughs> and the cakes? And we're gonna have this little tea party and seven o'clock. You know, and everybody's like, it's seven. <laughs> <laughs> but it never it never feels real to me. Yeah. Which is just I think you are naming. It's I don't have that experience. Mm-hmm. Like Time does feel real to mm-hmm. me. I'm like often, often thinking about time. Yeah. Like I think there's a piece of me that wishes I wasn't as aware of time, but I am very aware of time throughout the whole day. Yeah. And for both of us, there's nothing wrong with either. It's just no. naming the reality of our brains. No, it's just know. naming the reality of our brains. So, so I mean, I guess to bring listeners in this, how this plays out is, between you and me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, let's bring him in. Like so I <laughs> I am not like this. I grew up in a holding environment that valued being on time. Mm-hmm. And have a sense of time and kind of grew up with the value that if you're late for something, you're like taking time away from someone else. Mm. Like to be late is Ooh, to Another little thought to add to the pot. To put on the table. Right there. Taking time from someone else. Right. Fascinating thought. Right. And that it's, if, if you're having, so then also the reverse end of that is if you're waiting for someone else, then they're taking away from your time. Ooh, how dare they? My time. Yes. (laughs) My time. (laughs) (laughs) You're taking it. (laughs) It's like. I wish I could be chill about it. And it's it's helpful to say it out loud because I know exactly like there is a voice outside of me as a child that was telling me these things mm-hmm. and showing me that they felt this way. Yeah. And I, it's like in our, in our relationship, it shows up and it comes out. 
Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, it shows up and it comes I'm out. I'm like, oh, that thing is happening where I'm thinking this way. And I don't know if I believe that. Like, you're not, like, if someone shows up late for something, they are not taking away my time. Like, that isn't actually happening. But I get really stressed about being on time. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate being late. Yeah. And I can be late for something if I, like, know that the parameters for being late are fine and, like, the vibes are for it. But, like, if I don't know, I am very much on time. Mm. I'm never late for a class. Mm. I am. I was late for one class this quarter, and, like, it was a big moment. You know, I'm like, I'm going to be 30 minutes late, and I'm going <laughs> to avoid the talking in the beginning, and I'm going to do it, and it's going to be okay. Like, and I'm like talking myself through that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's preposterous to me, <laughs> but you're still sort of committed to it. No, that's what I, well, yes, yes, no, I am. I am committed to, it. I, 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 I would like to, I think it's, it's good for me to have this piece of me. Like, yeah. I don't think it's a complete negative. No, 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 no. I mean, in my life and in my relationship with you, I, I view it as mostly positive. Like, I'm just like, you're very reliable. Yeah. You know, yeah. very reliable. Thank you. Yeah. I, I, I and, pride and myself the, on the that. The crazy thing about relationships too is like, we all have to really be treating each other with the most authentic levels of kindness and generosity. Like once you know somebody's weak points, you could really be abusive. Right. You right. know, cause one of the nice things that could go south if I was abusive in any way is, is this idea of like, I I know that there's something I can appeal to if you happen to be late and I was disappointed. Oh yeah. I said, Hey, I was really frustrated. You were late. You'd be like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't, I, you're, you know, I'm appealing to your sort of moral conscience, Mm -hmm. which I know you have. And you're like, I'm going to work on that. I'm so sorry. And in, you know, the abusive elements, I could just, berate oh. you all the time and you take it probably like, Oh, I am a terrible person. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, it's true. I mean, I'm working on it, but yeah, <laughs> but it is nice. There are times where I have both of us in, in our relationship have felt very slighted or let down by the other person. And it's like, I just have to like hint at it and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, yeah. and it's really sweet. Yeah. I'll attend to it yeah. for sure. Um, so as, as we kind of talk about Scott and I's dynamic, that's an interesting thing that happens between the two of us. Mm-hmm. So you're just friends with someone that's cool and fine. But we, I think because we do the podcast and like, I mean, it's also even shows up in friendship. Like if you're late to just come hang out with me, I'm aware of that. Right. You know, yep. like I, it's, it's, I'm unable to not be aware of it, <laughs> you know, and you're right. That's the dance of friendship too. Right. Because I'm like, I know that. And I am trying my hardest to pay attention to it. Exactly. But it's like, I'm also, and then, so this is where the dance happens. Cause I'm like, I know you mm-hmm. and I know that there isn't that you, you don't see time the way I do. Yeah. And that it's, it's hard for you to transition and Mm -hmm. it's hard for you to understand time. It doesn't make sense to you that I would care. So like there's, there is like a, a a dance of both of us. I think we've, I feel like started, it's taken a long time and a lot of hits and misses between the two of us. But I feel like we're at a place of general, at least understanding of, our values. We understand where we stand. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. 
There's there's a point in an early relationship if you want to be friends with someone, you know, where there's some probably some wooing going on. Right. You know, so I think in the early days. I was probably pretty chill. You were like, oh, I don't care about time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, we're both chill. Like, you get it, you know, and then and then as the friendship got more and more real, you're like, hey, I actually kind of care about time. And I'm like, really? Yeah, no. I <laughs> oh, think, man, yeah, shoot. I think that's real. That's probably really true. <laughs> it's a no way. It's a, that's the fun thing about friendship is if it's real. And you become more real and authentic with yourself. It's not in any way a deal breaker. Right. It's like, oh, I'm glad you told me. Let me see what I can do about that. Now let's (laughs) think about this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I think that's the thing of realizing. I mean, I think you said this one time of, you know, if I show up late to your house, you're like, not at all. I'm like, great. I mean, this idea of like, you just took my time. I'm like, great. I just had some more time by myself. Right. And and I'm it's a win win for me. Yeah. Because I'm excited when you get there and I'm fine when you're not. I'm yeah. Like, Great. What am I doing? I'm just sitting there. Well, <laughs> no, and I think that that's I think this is the thing that I'm kind of coming to realize as I start to just like unpack some of my own anxieties and my just kind of general buzz of anxiety, mm-hmm. like anticipating something is a large part of who I am. So which is also really sweet. Yes. So like structure around what I'm anticipating is helpful. Like I'm kind of realizing like I've had a few moments recently where it's like the structure changed right before it happened and it really throws me off. Like I get really like, okay, that wasn't what I was planning on and I had anticipated doing this and I anticipated sitting there and I anticipated this thing happening and now it's thrown off. So I think that this is the thing where it's like if someone's coming over and it's something I'm excited about, which I think the podcast, it's like the podcast is something I'm excited about. It's something that's, you know, not just casual. Yeah. There's like a lot of anticipation. Yeah. The vibes have to be right. I have to be, you know, ready. And I wouldn't want to be caught off guard of not being ready. So then I get ready right whenever the time is meant to be. Mm. But then it's like, then I'm just sitting in the anticipation and the waiting. And then it's like my brain races. So it's like the in-between time, it becomes like a, a brain race zone, which I don't, it doesn't have to be. I can work on that, but that's like where, that's what happens. It's like I become antsy in the waiting. I think the way I experience it with you is there's, there is a ripeness. I'm only saying this because I've been eating a lot of avocados for lots of different (laughs) reasons lately. (laughs) And avocados go bad so quickly. Yeah, Yeah. It's like, there was a tweet from some comedian years ago that just, I think about all the time because I, this is, captured my live experience of like um oh <laughs> sorry i have to cancel my plans this afternoon i just have six avocados that are about to go bad you know? <laughs> so i have to eat them right now you know wait <laughs> that's so the true. funniest tweet ever <laughs> it is so it's like you buy these avocados and i'm like crap today's the day you gotta, gotta eat, them eat those all. avocados but yeah i think there's something about you where something very quickly goes sour it's mm-hmm. like, I'm ready. I'm primed. It's ripe. I'm ready for the thing. Yes. Scott's going to show up right now. And yeah. then it's like, actually I showed up 40 minutes late and you're like that thing that I was cultivating the energy, the it's preparedness is gone. gone. And, I'm and now anxious. it's resentful yeah. and anxious. A hundred percent. So sad. So yeah. sad. Yeah. And there's something, and I'm not saying I'm not I mean, anyway, mean this is Sam condescending. I mean, to feel honoring, there's something so sweet and precious and, uh, precarious about that anticipation and that preparing, you know, it's like, you want to honor that. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know why this image is coming to mind, but we're like a free association podcast. <laughs> but we're like a free association. Because <laughs> there's a scene that's so just, it kills anybody that watches this movie, but it's from Love Actually. Mm. And where it's Emma Thompson's character sees this gift that her husband's going to get her and um, assumes it's this necklace that she saw him buying at the mall. Mm. And she finally opens it at Christmas and it's a CD. Hmm. and she realizes as she's opening it that that necklace was for another woman. Oh, And they have two kids, and she goes in the other room and then plays this song, Hmm. and it's like some of the best acting anybody's ever done. It's like in silence with just facial expressions, like acts out this grief. Hmm. I'm just getting so emotional just thinking about it. People that know love actually know exactly what I'm talking about, but it's like it's this, it's this, sad letdown it's yeah. like i was yeah. i was ready for this and it's turning out to be something different yeah and there's something very sad about that no it's true i mean you're naming it it happens if it's like if you or anything else but i feel like this this is of an, a good example if we discuss it it's like it becomes very sad mm-hmm. like i was really ready and excited and it, it is like because it's ingrained in me of like this idea of taking away time or then it's like that there's like a feeling of probably projecting like I cared so much. Yeah. Like I've attuned so much to this. I've, I've set aside this time and valued it and like prepared myself for it. You know, mm. I think what we're naming too is meta in terms, in terms of the podcast, because times I've gotten quote unquote defensive about this. I think what we're naming is maybe I sense that in you and it's so much for me to hold and acknowledge that mm. I want to be defensive. Mm. Like, oh, come on. What is time, you know? And and I don't want to see like, gosh, like you in so many ways, like we're giving me your best, you know, like that's so sweet. Yeah. And I was just so like shoulder shrugged to the whole thing. Yeah. Which I think that in... I think it's like probably like the middle days that this would happen. Mm -hmm. Like not as much the early days, because I think you're right. There is like pretending you didn't care. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And then, and then starting to trust you enough to let you know I care. Yeah. And then not knowing what to do with you still being like, and this is genuine. I think this is the starting to work through of like, you genuinely don't see time the way that I am. Like the, as I bring you into this, it doesn't resonate. It doesn't Mm -hmm. click with you Mm -hmm. as something that you experience. Mm -hmm. So like, how would you know that that's happening for me? Right. Cause those feelings wouldn't be coming up for you. Yep. So it's like now we're in this new place of both kind of knowing like when you're a little late, I'm very, <laughs> I don't care as much because you also now know to let me know. Right. Like now, you know, to like keep me updated coming, which two minutes, five minutes, <laughs> about is, to leave. Yeah, which Almost. Is, <laughs> it's like helpful to know that you're, you still are like aware that time is existing. Mm-hmm. Like you, I, you're not, you're not disappointed disappeared right <laughs> um, it's the dance of relationship it's truly the dance <laughs> of relationship and this has been one of the biggest dances i feel like of our relationship mm. is time mm. probably true maybe more so than i even understand or appreciate but i think we're appreciating it on another level here and now <laughs> i'm feeling <laughs> in emotional. this moment yeah okay so now we went into that realm yep. now let's go back into the other realm yep being on time uh, yeah, well, like sort of appreciating timeliness yes. and appreciating. Yes, you want to go back to not appreciating it. Yeah. <laughs> so here's how I feel about time. This just this thought just came to me as we were talking, um, and and now we're we're, play, we're playing with opposite sides of this. Not not in any way meant to imply what I'm saying is right. I'm just saying this is how I experience it. 
Like think about God. Okay. There's this way that people talk about God and in, in therapeutic settings, often people talk about like the big other, hmm. like this big other that you sort of put in control of your life, given over power, given over decision-making, you know, and, 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 you know, you're constantly checking in with the big other, probably a certain manifestation of your parents in your brain Honestly, and you're calling it God. True. true. <laughs> and you're like, can I do this? Am I allowed? Am I allowed? Yeah. Yeah. And there's something that I personally enjoy about interrupting that to a certain extent. It's like, uh, that's not what God is. And, and Paul Tillich always talks about the God beyond God. Mm. And that's maybe a whole episode someday. It's really exciting. Uh, like when you actually discover God, the God that you've created in your mind dies yeah. and then yeah, God yeah, yeah. shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like time is similar. It's like I experience it as this radical tyranny, like like this tyrannical thing that everybody has bought into. Like everybody's some sort of like, you know, like crazy cult of yeah. time. Yeah. And everybody's like, ah, worshiping time. Oh, time, time, time. Be on time. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I'm like, I, I say no, <laughs> I, I do not. I'm, I do not want part of this religion. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to worship time. I don't want to be part of this thing. I don't see it. I mean, this is the hard thing. It's like, it really does help the world go around in some ways. Like uh, helps us work and get along. And, but um, maybe, maybe that's a similar thing too, in terms of God is like, how, how are you going to utilize this? What does God mean? And, and, and can you go home? Can you have a time where you're like, okay, for work or for whatever it is I need to do in this relationship or this right now, I'm going to head into the zone of time, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to let right. this rule my life. Right. No, I think what you're naming is like, because I think even as I'm talking and expressing what I was saying earlier, there's, there is a real sadness and like my own imprisonment around time. Mm. Like, I think I said this before we started, recording like there's a part of me that's a little bit of slave to time but it's also fucking useful <laughs> yeah, like i think i think what you just said right now is really a great idea of like what what if we popped into it sometimes right but then popped out like taking a break from that and i think it's i think it's it's interesting because there's i don't know i'm just like thinking you're on like flow and like allowing time to not be so rigid Mm -hmm. like the way we experience time it is like kind of these slotted hours it had like a very rigid feel to it as opposed to like a present yeah feel yeah totally yeah flow's a great example i mean i told you i was just watching that movie soul Mm -hmm. and it was like people getting in their flow state and one guy's like a sign flipper on the corner and he gets into his flow state by flipping the sign (laughs) transcends you know but yeah i mean there is something nice about that and uh, it's a balance. It's like wanting to honor people's sense of time. Mm-hmm. Well, cause yeah, I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like our, our world is so built around it. You can't just be like, Oh, get rid of time. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's, but I, I will, I will speak to my experience of this. Just, I guess maybe this can be heading into the wind down portion of this little container that we've created, Yes, yes. but just really the pure day to day in terms of like, friendships and relationships where there's not much on the line in terms of like business or commerce or right. And you're just meeting someone like, this is just an example of something that happens to me all the time. Like, okay, let me explain it like this. 
when someone's late, it's heavenly. Hmm. The, the skies have parted on many levels and it's rays of sunshine and angels singing. And so here's, here's the, here it is for me. I've now been blessed with 20 minutes of my own time. Right. And like, there's no expectation of what to do at that time. Yeah. So nobody's taking my time. So then I had an outdoor, you know, in one of these like social distance outdoor, uh, little structures that they've created on Queen Anne, you know, uh, a little shelter, you know, mm-hmm. and it was at El Mescalito. So I'm having a margarita outside. I'm supposed to meet this person and they're probably took about 20 minutes late. And I have my margarita. I'm fine. I'm, I'm yeah. great. Yeah. I mean, I, so first of all, now I've been blessed with whatever. And almost I'm like, well, I hope he is later than he even anticipates. He's like running late. I'm like, great. I'm just going to sit here. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Watching people thinking, having my margarita. Then the double whammy of also, I now get to bless this person with all grace. Yeah. They show up. I'm so sorry. I hope this. I'm like, no problem. Right. You genuinely get to be let like, me, no problem. Let me show, let me, let me convey for how long you want it. How, how authentic, no problem it is. You had traffic. You were running late. You didn't realize. Yes. Yes. No problem. I'm great. You're great. Here we are. Nothing, nothing, you know, like grace and peace order yeah. a margarita. I mean, somebody could literally say, I just was watching a show and I forgot. I'm like, great. No, no problem. No problem. Somebody, I'm not even joking. Somebody could literally just text me. I forgot. I'm not coming. I'm like, great. I'll sit here and have an hour long margarita and I'll go home. I no think problem. I I feel like I'm with you except for with a few choice people. I, I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. This is just my way. No, no, I know. I know this is now your say way. a few choice people. What? Yeah, I, I interrupted you. No, you know, I think, I, I feel like I am with you. Like most people, I imagine myself being in a relatively similar, although I imagine I could get antsy. Like get a little bit like, ugh. And if I was that person who was late, yeah. I'd be so fucking stressed. <laughs> but, which I think, I think that's the thing also, this reverse of like both me being stressed when people aren't on time I am so stressed if I'm not on time. Like, calculate it, get to places early, mm-hmm. you know? Like, mm-hmm. I've got this thing at two, I'm ready to go at 150, fully ready, which is just like, it's a little crazy. It yeah. makes, it, it, it's, I, I, there's, there's a lack of relaxing. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's like a <laughs> relax into time. Relax into like, time. Let it be. 110, 115. 120. <laughs> There's no difference between these parts of time. <laughs> You're just existing in the world. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like I was going to say something else, but, oh, I feel like with a, a stranger or someone who it's like not of high, not, not of high value, but like, I feel like within the, a very choice group, I would, I'm have very different expectations mm. than with, like random people or if I know that people are late, then that would be something else. But also I think it depends on how excited I am to see the person. If I'm really excited to see the person, I'm probably going to be more resentful if they're not on time. Yeah. You know, and this is another funny little goofy thing that people might be entertained to hear about our relationship. But like, I think there was a, a long season of time where I didn't really believe that you were that excited to see me. So I was right. like, oh, right. Like, no, exactly. Like, and you're like, you would start to hint, and then I guess it was a vulnerable thing. Like, I was really looking forward to seeing you. I'm like, oh, you were? 
yeah, yeah. like, hey, yeah, uh, <laughs> we're friends, right? <laughs> Scott's like not convinced we're friends, and I thought we've been friends for like six months. <laughs> Well, we're just bandmates, <laughs> but we're not friends. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, We've gotten past it, everyone. Yeah, I, I have a little story that came to mind. I guess I guess we can't be wrapping up this section, but my wife pulled off this badass move years ago, and I feel like this may be like advice to people if they're listening. Where it, it, it's it's a it, it was a pure form of individuation, and <laughs> this pure. pure. Uh, I, I think it was in the early days of our first round of marriage counseling, and so this was really like. I don't know. I This is an interesting thing, too, because it's a win-win on all these levels. Wins. And it was like, you know, Marissa's winning at taking care of herself and doing what she wants. And then by doing that, she wins because now I'm more eager and excited to be with her, which right. is interesting. So we had this, like, ongoing thing of, like, every Wednesday night we have a babysitter and a date. Mm-hmm. And this was probably, like, now seven or eight years ago. It was so weird to think about our kids at that age. But, um, you know. Here I am, same person. Yes. I'm having a hard time getting home from work. I'm having a hard time getting showered and ready for our date. All, all sorts of little steps I'm missing. Oh, I just imagine there. you taking so yeah. long. And Marissa's like up there talking to the babysitter, passing time. I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm just getting home. I'm going to take a shower. I'm already, oh, just a second. You know, Marissa's like, oh, and I'm like, I just hear everybody talking. And Marissa's like, oh, you know, every time, you know, you're late. I'm ready to go. And she's sending me reminders throughout the day. Remember, yeah. Lena's coming over at five. Remember, be home at five. And I'm like, Typical, They're coming home at 520, we're going to just take a shower, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'll be so mad. <laughs> so <laughs> there was this one night where I did that thing and I like go downstairs to take a shower and it's just like every, all the beats are similar. Like Marissa's like, oh, kind of eye roll. Oh, let's get going. We have reservations. And I hear her talking to the babysitter and I'm just getting out of the shower and all of a sudden I hear this commotion. Mommy? Well, Marissa and everybody's like, where are you going? What? Bye. And she's like, bye everybody. And they're, and they're like, what are you doing? And bye. Wait, what about daddy? You know, like, <laughs> bye. And they're like, bye. It's, it's a commotion. I'm like in the, sh- I'm just getting out of the shower. I'm like, what's going on up there? You know? And I get out and I come up and, and everybody's like, she left. She went in an Uber. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what? And Marissa texts me and is like, hey, didn't want to wait anymore. I headed to the restaurant by myself. I'll see you when you're ready. You know? And I was like, oh. And I was probably 20 minutes behind her, you know, and. Uh, we were at Piquito's restaurant, drove myself. She had already Ubered. I showed up. She had a margarita. Margarita seemed to be a thing <laughs> in this uh, episode, but like uh, she's reading a book, totally chill. She's like, welcome. She was in a good mood. She was great mood. I took care of myself. I wanted to go. I left and here I am enjoying my time. Welcome. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I was like so confused. Like, are you mad? She's like, no, not mad. I'm so excited you're here. I'm like, wow, but you're, you're faking it, right? You're actually mad. No, not at all. You know, I'm like, oh, and we had a great date. <laughs> I think she had a workaround. She's like, I'm not waiting around for this guy anymore. Yeah. Moobering. Yeah. I'm <laughs> getting the fuck out of here. Bye. You know, and I was like, good for you. You know, um, I don't know what that is about time, but like, that was a nice little relational. A little, <laughs> a little around. moment of, I know. And I think that's the thing. Like we've got to both, like, there's got to be sacrifices or like, maybe not sacrifices, but like awareness of both ends or all the ends or the ways people do time. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like interesting. We have a friend, Henia, who is late to things just as much as you are. Yeah, we, and we both love it. You guys have the most beautiful relationship and that you guys both are, I can only imagine that it's like four hours. No, later. it is. Like, it's, 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 it's the most outrageous. 
And I'll be like, I'm running late. And she'll be like, I'm running late. I'm like, how about, how about 10? And she'll be like, okay, 10. And she'll be like, actually, how about 1130? I'm like, yeah, 1130 sounds perfect. And I'm like, oh my gosh, running late. How about 12? Perfect. You know, I'm like, and then I'm like, oh man, we really did say 12. And I'm like, now I'm rushing out the door. I'm like 1210. And I'm like, I'm running late, running out the door. And she's like, I haven't even left yet. And I'm like, great. I'm running late. I'm running late. I'm running late. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> Chaotic, but I mean, good for you both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it I mean, always happens. I'll show up at Henia's house right on time. Yeah. And Hen's like, oh, sorry, not ready. And <laughs> oh. I'm like, I got to remember this. And I'll like purposely show up like 10 minutes late. And I'm like a little anxious about being 10 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Dang it. Yeah. Hen, Hen and I, I, Hen and I, I don't know if I've ever met someone as Hen, Henia lives in the, in the world I live in. No, it's true. You know? It's true. It's great. It's nice to see that. Yeah. And I'm like, I see it. I mm-hmm. see it's it's multiple people living it. Yeah. Now, I guess this is turning into the whole episode, but like there does have to be, there are times. You have to literally fucking, you yeah. have, I have, you to have, get have to get meetings, to the airport. you have things to do. You know, I have to run a trip. I have to pay attention to that time. And I, and I have that capacity. It's hard though for you. Yeah. Very hard. It's and I have all hard. sorts of people around me reminding me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, but that's the nice thing too. It's like, we all should, we all should be out here helping each other. <laughs> no, it's like, we have to, I mean, it's Audrey Lord. We have to consciously learn to have, have oh, never mind. I Ooh, can't quote you it. You gotta find it later. Cause it's, it's essentially, intrigued. you have to consciously learn how to like attune more to each other, like mm-hmm. to learn each other's habits and, 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 and respond to it. Mm-hmm. Like we have this society that's built, I mean, this white supremacist society that's built around this is the way things are. Bam, you're on bam, time. Bam, you're bam, on bam. this thing. There's exceptionalism. There's Product all this stuff. Product on the stuff. open market. <laughs> Product on the open market. All these things. And so I think that it's like, it's the radical act to say, no, let's imagine other ways to attune to each other. Mm-hmm. Imagine other ways to love each other. Mm-hmm. Imagine other ways to see each other. We can make space for me being anxious around time and really totally. being adhering to it. And you having very little sense of time. <laughs> Like yeah. there's room for both of those. Yeah. And, and that's like a, a very beautiful thing. We each are contributing something in our, totally in our ways. And I like, I have something like I'm, I'm, I am seethingly jealous of you, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like the amount of anxiety I, f- I, the, um, if I could toll up the anxiety of my life around time shit, would be a lot. I mean, it's come back to bite me in the ass most of the time. Like, so you can be jealous all you want, but like, right. It, it's nice in the sense that I, I live with a general sense of non-anxiety. You're kind of aloof about it. Yeah. Which I think is what I'm jealous of. Cause I'm like, I am. A, I, uh. I got fired from a job when I was 17 working at JC Penney. Cause I just kept being late. Yeah. You know? And I was like, it literally just didn't cross my mind. I'd, I'd walk in at nine, 10 when I was supposed to be at work at nine. I'm like, here I am. I'm here to work. What's the problem? Nine ten? Are you crazy? I'm here. And look at the work I did. Great. I folded all the things. I was nice to the customers. And eventually it was like, hey, you know, you're typically 10 minutes late. This isn't going to work. You're fired. And I was like, what? I was like, what? I was just like, just couldn't believe it. I was like, I just <laughs> went just home and told my parents. And again, like impervious. So I was like, went home and told my parents, I'm like, you believe they fired me? It's crazy. And I imagine your I imagine your mom was like, yeah, how could they no, fire I know. you? I mean, talk about. Talk about the way our holding spaces, holding environments. You know, yeah. Like my dad was very time oriented. And then my mom, who I really looked up to was really like also shoulder shrugged to time. Yeah. 
And so that really rubbed off on me. I was like, this is this is a superior way to exist. <laughs> like, I want to follow my mom's way. My dad seemed really stressed. <laughs> <laughs> time is stressful. Yeah. <laughs> I literally wrote this, time is so stressy. There's this, there's this one time that it's just like, you know, it's so personal because you had to be there. It's like a totally you had to be there thing. But like, there was a time when my dad was trying to get us all out the door. It was like classic. Like me and my two younger brothers and my mom all none of us caring about time. He's like, we got to go like this. And there was this thing where I needed to get something out of the closet in his bedroom. And I don't remember what it was. And I think I was being so I can just imagine it. being nonchalant as fuck. I looked up here. I'm looking at my room. And then I probably got distracted talking to my brothers and I'm like, where was it again? And he keeps saying it's in the closet. He's very patient. One. So he's kind of denying his anger. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay. He's like, can you get it? Scott, were you up there? You get it? And I'm like, Oh yeah. Where is it again? It's in the closet. You know I'm like? Oh uh, yeah, I'm like, like I talk to my brothers, go in my room, and go oh, like, I mean, and then I just remember being at the butt, and we all we all reference this in our family because <laughs> it was just so I feel bad for my dad, <laughs> and I and I, <laughs> I was just casually at the top of the stairs like, where is it again? And he and he just as loud in just the most guttural, angry, it was just like it's in the closet, <laughs> like panic, and we were all like we all looked at each other like kind of laughing like whoa, it's in the closet. <laughs> Did he already say that? Uh, yeah, I guess I'll check the closet. <laughs> that really got me. That's really funny. Yeah, no, it's real. I feel like that I sometimes can imagine. My, I could imagine myself feeling that internally. I'm sure my dad felt crazy because my mom would come down and be like, Mark, you know, don't, you know, we're okay. You know, he'd be like, we're late. We're late. <laughs> like, can you... Time matters. Like get in the car. I know, which I think it does show. I mean, it's like speak of internal worlds. Like if time is a humongous part of your internal world, it's very disorienting yeah. to have things not beyond. time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to be sensitive to all worlds here. There's no right or wrong way here. Everybody just looking at it. Uh, okay. I think we should wrap up this section. I think we should go right into the rejuvenation. I think so. And then we could do the last part as it's, a final, yeah. Because yeah. we went hard on that. Yeah, we did. Okay, uh, a rumination <laughs> coming up. Look how quick we are to adapt, everybody. <laughs> the trust. Okay, yeah, when we come back, we're going to have a rumination about love. needs a little bit of time adjusting to the idea of having headphones on and talking to the microphone. Mm-hmm. But here we are. Does it sound good? It sounds great. Uh, and, and also what we try to do with the Ruvination is generally get out of the way. So mm-hmm. we're just handing it over to you and there might be a few times where I interject or ask a question, but mostly mm-hmm. I'm just going to sit here and listen. <laughs> no, this one is, I think, um, this came out of nowhere. Uh, I today I longboarded for the first time since last year, and I usually try to I consider it an accomplishment when I make it back home without like like hurting anything. Um, although the the scarves are kind of sexy, you know. 
Um, well, now I'm wearing um, sweatpants so no one can see them. Did you fall? Do you have scars? No. Yeah, huh? like on my knee. I, I, I didn't fall. I flew out of my longboard <laughs> because there is... No, this is a public service announcement <laughs> for people who longboard or skateboard in Seattle. If you are on the Burke Gilman Trail, there is this pavement... This is like uh, along the gas works. It's kind of like sticking out. It's it's gonna kill you. Um, yeah, I remember it from last year. And yet you still fell. Well, I was like not. <laughs> I mean, after it happened, I remembered it. But I I was like, oh, that's right. It's it's this thing from from last year because it's like, uh, I think it kind of like stuck out on 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 the right. Mm on one side and not the other. So I think I would be like, okay, I'm going to go around a little bit. Right. But I think I was kind of like, I didn't see it. It was like too late. And then there's like, you know, that split second. But now you've got some sexy knee scrapes. Oh uh, yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a, I don't know, like, like in the thirties. Like you can't even look at a woman's ankle. <laughs> Um, I'm going to talk about marriage. I've, I don't know what it is. I've never had it. I've never been married. You've been married. I've been married. I've For been how married. long? 20 years this December. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's a long. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, I know people who are, who've been alive for less than that, but I guess that would be your children. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah. I know nothing about marriage. I just remember there was this, um, oh, have I ever told you, this is what I was going to tell you before, before is um, my, my mom told me this one time. We were both talking a little bit before this, right, about how I, I'd be devastated if my mom died. I'd be going to like, yeah, I would like mourn for like, like, I'd been like in full mourning for like a year and then I would be kind of like breaking down. Cause I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> um, and she told me this once. Um, also, I wonder if you cross a line at one point and then you're like, I don't think you've crossed that line yet, but I feel like, you know, like I feel like some, someday you will cross a line where it's like, yeah, my friends are dying all around me. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but my mom said this. This is generally agreed upon, confirmed by other people of her age that I talked to back home, uh, that when it's a husband and a wife, you know, quali- is a qualification, the wife, the husband should die first because... Uh, then the wife is going to live for a, a while after that. But if the husband, if the wife dies first, the husband's going to follow suit in like three months. He's going to die afterward. <laughs> and my mom said it's because the husband would not be able to look after himself. <laughs> because I think this kind of like a division of, labor where the husband just works and the wife kind of does the party, you know, this is kind of, uh, does the kind of like social stuff. 
like if you got like I feel like that it leaves the husband with no social skills whatsoever. <laughs> Although I think you're different. You're like a modern husband. A modern husband. A modern husband. Yeah. Scott Cronholtz. <laughs> a modern husband. I mean, credit to Marissa. She she still does a lot of stuff for me. So I, I would be mm-hmm. very uh lost. <laughs> yeah, if she dies first. Yeah. If you die first, she she'll She'll be having a grand. She's just not going to have a grand time. She 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 would she would <laughs> she have grand time right now. Woo! <laughs> um, there's this Hashtag men or adolescents. Men or adolescents. Um, not your fault. Just saying. <laughs> um. Oh, there's this husband and wife couple. This is very interesting. Because this is, I'm doing this in the spirit of not knowing anything about marriage, which I think is, who knows anything about marriage? Does does anyone? I don't think so. Okay. So who knows anything about marriage? No, no one knows. Okay, yeah. so you know. Class on it though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like sometimes when when there was a class on it, that kind of means it's just official. No one knows anything about it, uh, <laughs> and. Um, this husband and wife, I've like met them like just like once in my life. I don't think I'll ever meet them again. They sent postcards with pictures of their children because they know you, right, Maze? Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. Their children are not uh, very good looking. Um, <laughs> 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 they don't know. I mean, I'm not, you know, my opinion. They are cute. They're fine. My opinion of how they look doesn't affect them. I'm not going to marry one of them. Uh, But it, you know, and also because I see them when I open the fridge and I'm always kind of like, this is a fine picture. Um, But this is so funny because one one time, (laughs) they are kind of like an upper class white family who lives in a rich neighborhood in Seattle. And I was in there because I was invited. Um, and I don't know, we're eating like crabs dipped in ranch or something. But there's like also other things, <laughs> raisins and I don't know. I don't remember. And then. Uh, crabs and ranch and raisins. Yeah. So hoity I mean, toity. I know. It's like, why don't you? Yeah. Like, um, and the, the the wife was kind of like, <laughs> I think she just read a book about McDonald's and now she's upset or something. Like, um, oh, it's so horrible, McDonald's. And I was like, ma'am, <laughs> like, did you just run into Michael Moore <laughs> at the intersection? <laughs> it's like, this is like a topic from the 90s. <laughs> Or are you being upset about McDonald's right now? <laughs> but then she was like, kind of like indicating that, you know, we we should talk more about this. First of all, you've been speaking to me about this. I have not participated in this conversation at all. So she's like, we'll have a more conversation about this. So far, this has not been a conversation. You've been talking to me uh, and I've been enduring your uh, your talk. So... It's not going to be another conversation. It's going to be a conversation. Um, a monologue. So, a monologue. Yeah, you know. Uh, so 
and <laughs> the husband is um, is um, kind of like humoring his wife. I don't know if there was this very specific. First of all, the husband is like I can't. I don't think this might not be what he actually looks like, but this is what he it feels like he looks like. He wears that thing where this, there's a zipper, but it doesn't go down all the way. Mm. What yeah. is that? Right? What is what is that? Like, was it a coat? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking a sweater about? Sweater with a half zip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's called. I don't know what that's called. I'm sure there's a great name for it. Yeah. But I can picture it. Quarter zip sweater. Quarter sure. zip sweater. And then they're wearing a like a... Like a shirt underneath. Oh yeah, like, like tiny like square. Classic Bill Gates look. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and he has, like, he looks less of a man. He looks like a template. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's like you know you open Microsoft Word and he's like one of the options available. Yeah, yeah. and then you write on him. Um, <laughs> so, like a little wee avatar with a. Sweater. I know. Yeah, yeah. It looks like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> And he said, and you know, it's, I mean, I have no sympathy with the wife, but, but, <laughs> but he is just so condescending and it, you know, like, it's like, oh, my wife got a new toy and now I'm kind of like, oh, like you're the new toy. No, 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 no. Like McDonald's, McDonald's, mm-hmm. whatever. Like there, she's kind of like, I can't believe, you know, like. Um, I mean, she didn't say like people like you, like she didn't say that to me, but her eyes were like, kind of like, I can't believe these things happen. It's like, okay, I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe this is happening to me. (laughs) Uh, And her husband said this, like, this is great, but you know, I don't want to wake up to Malcolm X in the morning. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) It was just the funniest thing ever. I feel like there's so many layers to that that I feel like can should be peeled. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a very poorly educated man. Um, yeah. Um, big cringe. Oh, they're not in our fridge again. What did it fall? Oh well. Mace is yeah. uh, in mm. the background correcting Reuven about the, the presence of this family on their actual fridge here at the house. So Reuven is mixing up some families, but yes. uh, probably not that important for the particulars of this Reuvenation, but also good for these two to clarify in the home that they live no, in. No, no, I think, well, I think it's the family, it's the other family, which, you know. They, for, they, for you, a lot of these families are just generic white wealthy people in Seattle. Oh, yeah. They, they got the template and then they wrote yeah. like a paragraph on yeah. it. Uh, and and they they have the kids, um, <laughs> so I'm going to read something. That was a preamble. It's a preamble. It's not a poem. <laughs> but I recently I I I love Alice Monroe. I'm not trying to. She's very old. She has a Nobel Prize, so she doesn't need like my uh, support. Uh, but I love her. She writes these like short stories. I've read like almost all of her books. Uh, each one of them is amazing. And a lot of them are about like unhappy marriages, mm. but just like so good. And I was like, as I was thinking about that husband and wife, uh, 
I, I haven't read her in a while, but I realized I picked this book up from my from my shelf and I realized, oh, I haven't read the last story. Mm, so it's like, fun. I'm going to re- read the last story. Uh, well, I'm not. But in this book, and Alice Munro is amazing because she always kind of like, it's like, you know, a short story and it's like three generations of, of women mm. in a short story, which That's is amazing. Cool. Short uh, stories. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how she pulls it off. She is... Uh, and she she has this knack for having a title, and you know, like the moment when the title it's like, hey, that's the name of the show, like yeah. the rest of yeah. development. But Alice Monroe makes it into an art. Ah, like every cool. time I read her story, I always kind of like I wait with expectancy when that yeah. title is going to fall in is. place, and it's going to fall in the most perfect. Dang. place it's amazing and you will never know you'll never know what the title actually refers to and then you hear but in in this story uh there's this and the story kind of goes back and forth through time but in this uh, story uh the 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 character that i'm going to be reading about is is she's a she's a a wife her kids are kind of like younger uh and the setting is uh, it's uh, they are on their vacation summer home. Uh, it's her, her husband, a son, a daughter, and the husband's mom. And uh, the daughter had this idea that you know this the dad's birthday, and the daughter had this idea that dad once said he wanted to look at the county from you know I like you know I wish I could look at it kind of like from above. So they got uh, they got him a plane. And uh, the the pilot kind of like, oh, we can actually take more people. Uh, and uh, the mom kind of like, you, you go. You know, it's like a very mom thing. It's like, all of you can go. I'm just going to sit sit down here in the... Uh, and, you know, deep inside, she actually wanted it. Mm. Uh, so She wanted to go. Yeah. So her husband said, like, you know, sitting by herself is my wife's greatest pleasure. It's just like so much. <laughs> but if it's a misunderstanding, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. here... Um, this is what 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 the story then says. So the she here is the is the wife. Okay. So uh, the husband said, "Sitting by herself is my wife's greatest pleasure." If that was so, and it really might be, because she wasn't scared or only vaguely scared that she mo- so much relished the idea of being left behind, it surely wasn't much to her credit. Here she sat and saw her day as hard hurdles got through. The cock alvine waiting on the back of the stove. The cake got home safely. The wine and tomatoes bought. The birthday brought this far without any real errors or clashes or disappointments. There remained the drive home, the dinner. And tomorrow, Lawrence, the husband, would go to, how do you say this? <laughs> Ottawa? I think that's right. Ottawa? Okay, yeah. would go to Ottawa for the day and come back in the evening. He was to be with them Wednesday to watch the moonshot. This is in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not much to her credit to go through her life thinking, well, good. Now that's over. That's over. What was she looking forward to? What bonus was she hoping to get when this and this and this was over? Freedom or not even freedom? Emptiness, a lapse of attention. It seemed all the time that she was having to provide a little more in the way of attention, enthusiasm, watchfulness than she was sure she had. She was straining, hoping, 
not to be found out. Not your typical business at choice, is she, mother? Said Lawrence, the husband, to Sophie, his mother, in Isabel, the wife's presence. (laughs) He was enrolled in the one school in the university that Sophie detested, business administration. Sophie said nothing but smiled directly at Isabel. The smile was not unkind, not scornful of Lawrence. It seemed patient, but it said plainly, are you ready? Are you taking this on? And Isabel, who was concentrating then on being in love with Lawrence's good looks and wit and intelligence and hoped for experience of life, understood what this meant. It meant that the Lawrence she had set herself to love, for in spite of her looks and manner, she was a serious and experienced girl who believed in lifelong love and could not imagine connecting herself on any other terms. That Lawrence had to be propped up kept going by constant and clever exertions on her part, by reassurance and good management. He depended on her to make him a man. She, didn't, she did not like Sophie for bringing this to her attention, and she didn't let it touch her decision. This was what love was, or what life was, and she wanted to get started on it. She was lonely, though she thought of herself as solitary. She was the only child of her mother's second marriage, Her mother was dead, and her half-brothers and half-sister were much older and married. She had a reputation in her family for thinking she was special. Still, uh, she had it, and since her marriage to Lawrence, she hardly saw her own relatives. Wow. That's it. I just love this uh, idea that... um, It's it's very unsentimental and very romantic. It's like this this is what what life and love is. It's just get, getting through hurdles and waiting for the attention to shift from you. Just sort of matter of fact. Yeah. yeah. This is you know this is freedom. It's the lapse of attention. And in that, yeah, I don't know what I don't know. You know, obviously, I know nothing but marriage, but. Gosh, if marriage was that like that ha- that that marriage that that dinner that I had, I'd like kill myself in like three months. <laughs> um, that's it. sort of already went a little too hard. <laughs> no, it's really real. <laughs> so I think this will be the last segment. It's a wind down. We had that rumination on marriage. Yeah. Was it on marriage? We don't know what that was, but uh, hopefully you enjoyed it because I did. I certainly did. I just like to hear whatever Reuven has to say. Whatever, like whatever is rolling around. Um, I think we can do some listener comments, which oh, are few. True, true, we have true. Daniel in the discord. Oh, nice. And then a few people commented yeah. on Instagram. So maybe to kick this off, 
I'll read this Daniel thought and Great. then we can pop off to it and see. I, I actually don't think we're going to have much thoughts to this Daniel thought because it's a little over my head. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do like it. And maybe we can just use it as a prompt. Uh, yes, a jumping off point. So Daniel, uh, who's a friend, a friend, a very good friend of ours. Uh, <laughs> Ruben need to get his phone. Um, so many thoughts about time, says Daniel. In the Discord, shout out Yo, to the Discord. Discord. If you want to be part of this fantastic and interesting <laughs> conversation, support us on Patreon. Um, so, so many thoughts about time. I think of how time is actually indistinct from space. Oof, oof, oof. There it is okay. right there. We could have a whole segment on that. Of the episode. Let's start talking. That the two are just different dimensions of the single 4D fabric of space time. Yes, yes, okay. yes. The implication that despite our human perception of time disappearing behind us and being created moment to moment ahead of us, it all already and perpetually is as a 4D isness. Wow. And thus that we as humans limited by the fourth dimension are less like an insect crawling along the sheets, but are more like the thread itself woven through the fabric constantly discovering and forgetting ourselves as our consciousness makes the lifelong journey along the length from birth to death. What? <laughs> oh, Daniel is coming in with the big thoughts. <laughs> Despite all the time I spend resisting or racing time, I will only ever experience the exact thread through space time, which I exist in behind and before my current consciousness okay. as the Jewish mystics taught. And then he writes some uh, Hebrew here, I think. I was who I was. I will be who I will be. Hmm, hmm, hmm. <sighs> that's, mm, that's that's the type of stuff that I wanted to come in with tonight that I didn't, I don't have the chops. Daniel has the chops. It's true. Uh, yeah. There, I mean, when I was listening to that radio lab episode, you know, they were talking about, you know, Einstein's theory of relativity and I, I don't, I don't do that stuff. <laughs> I didn't take uh, physics or any, I, I no. wasn't really good at math. I I under I don't understand the theory relatively. I understand the significance of Einstein, and I understand like I did think maybe we would have an element to this episode if we had more time. So also side note, if we had more time, also time time is a part <laughs> of this episode. Bong, bong, bong. <laughs> like the, even the container of these episodes right. being a certain amount of time, like there's a rhythm and time to them. Yeah, <sighs> I just had a. <laughs> There's gonna. I think we were working on a time playlist. We are. It's still. It's. It has two songs. Yeah, I, I'll add to it because I just thought of this uh, DC talk song. And I might add it into this episode if I have the wherewithal. But like, it's 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 just like time is ticking away, tick tick ticking away. Time is ticking away. Yeah, I. I that's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Time's ticking away. Tick, tick, tick. We are this experiencing episode. it. We are experiencing it. But uh, there was a movie that I watched when I was really little called Flight of the Navigator that dealt with this, I think, theory of relativity in a, you know, children's sort of space movie. And like this kid gets picked up by an alien spaceship and flown around space in his mind for like an hour. Hmm. And he gets taken when he's like eight or something. But when he comes back, he's like his 80. family, his family has aged 10 years. Yeah. And he's been gone. Yeah. And he comes back as the same age. And they're like, we've been looking for you for 10 years. You've disappeared. And that's the whole premise of the whole show or movie. But um, those types of things I don't really understand. Like when it comes to time travel and movies and they're having all these deep discussions, I'm like, I, 
It's kind of cool that you're talking about that, but I understand. No, I mean, time is a humongous topic. When I was searching podcast titled time, I couldn't even just search that. It was like the things to search was like time travel, time yeah. lapse, yeah. time capsule, time scale. Like just like th- that, so many categories. Time, time, time. It's so much. We just want to talk about being on time. <laughs> We're just like, uh, it's, it's too big, but I'm reading a wrinkle in time right now. And literally a wrinkle in time. That's what they like. They tesseract where right. they like, they, they kind of explain it as they like full, like as if you take a piece of fabric, you like, and this goes along with Daniel's thing of fabric, you like fold the fabric. So it's like an accordion. That's called a tesseract? Yeah, that's how people, they like travel through the time as they like wrinkle it. <sighs> yeah, I remember I mean, that that's from sci-fi. when I was younger. Yeah. yeah. And then sci-fi now, fantasy? again, somebody's going to be screaming at the episode. They're going to be like, it's no! this. Yeah, we're getting it wrong, but is it, is it, is it Marvel? There's something where somebody's all trying to get the Tesseract. I don't know. And that must be like some sort of time travel thing. No, I mean, that's what it's called in the wrinkle in time. <laughs> we're pros, everybody. We, we, we know what we're talking about. <laughs> we, we don't. Uh, well, thank you for that, Daniel. Um, <laughs> don't, I don't know if I have much to pop off through that. I this, It is the science stuff of like, a thread being woven through the fabric of time rather than like insects crawling along the sheets. There's something really deep and profound there. Um, and like, I think I feel like maybe, maybe let me just take a stab at it. Let's go. Like, is, is this being fed like the thread part of like, we're not like on top of time, but rather we're like, we're within it. Like we are a part of the, I mean, I think the word that keeps coming to mind is flow. The flow of time. Yeah, just like the 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 pulse of the universe. Mm-hmm. Like time is all relative. We're all just connected to the the greater thing that is the universe. We're just one of the pulses. Yeah, and and I, I would like to do another episode someday. I, I would I know, like I to think do. We definitely would need a to. whole series because there is, as we're realizing, so much to talk about. Like, I would love to have a theological approach to think about like Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And Sabbath keeping and, mm-hmm. you know, there's these ideas in the Greek of like Kairos time, like very present and, and outside of regular time. And Right. Well, I mean, I think there's this piece of like a two, like being in touch with the presence where you, the, these constructs that we talked so much about in the beginning, these constructs of time, cause they are just constructs right. like six o'clock, like it is a construct, <laughs> yeah. you know? So there is this, this, I think, spiritual element that maybe Daniel's naming or it's just making, it's evoked of like, when you lose track of time, Yeah, you know, like what's happening there when you say, oh, I've lost track of time. Yeah, Something's happening in you and your experience that all of a sudden these constructs of time don't seem to fit. Yeah, It's like, oh, I guess 30 minutes have gone by, but it's felt like two mm-hmm. or something. The opposite happens where it's like, it's felt like an hour and only three minutes have gone by. Mm-hmm. Like that, that experience is also a real part of the time fabric. Yeah. And then, and then in the church, you know, we have this church calendar where it's like, Ordinary time. Ordinary time, you know, and what's the significance of that? And then the way we track, you know, our celebration of what our faith means, you know, and um, yeah, there's just so much to play with here and it's pretty overwhelming. So you'd have to take snippets. I guess tonight was a rant about being on time and the concept of time. Um, There's other comments. Yeah. There's two other comments. They're Mm -hmm. small, but they're there. No small thing. 
Um, oh, Greg commented something, and I think we should have watched this. Oh, crap. But I couldn't click on the link. Greg, okay. I'm so sorry. You blew it, Greg. It's your fault. I'll have to, I'll have to watch it later. <laughs> okay. Um, Sarah D. 1781 said, time is teaching me to try to spend more of it in the present. Ooh. Especially since I turned 40 this year. Yeah. Can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with that. Which I think Life you were losing. saying, like, the passing of time, we won't be able to fully get to it, but do you want to touch a bit on why you wanted to have that topic of just, like, Oh, like you're, you were saying like, I'm 41 years old. Like my kids are growing. Yeah. It's been three years since we started the podcast. Like, well, I was just naming some things that we could talk about. <laughs> <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's true. It's the, the, the idea of presence, you know, um, I was, I, I think I was watching, uh, how to, or whatever that, that, that Vox media puts out about like the mind mm-hmm. and they were talking about meditation mm-hmm. and the guy that was doing the section on meditation was talking about and the way he phrased it, I was like, gosh, that makes so much sense to me. It's like the reason we need meditation is because we're always time traveling Mm. in Mm. our heads. Mm. We're time traveling to the past. Yeah. Time traveling to the future. future. Time traveling to 10 minutes from now. You know, it's like, are you present? Are you Mm. here? Mm. And he said part of meditation is to stop time traveling mm. and just be in the moment. Mm. Uh, it's that's crazy. A, that's a big thought that mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like I am probably most of the time living in the past or the future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't see my, what's, what's this face? What emoji <laughs> a, is this? Uh, a, a cringy teeth clench face. A cringe <laughs> teeth clench emoji. Yeah, no, I mean, if when you put it that way, it's really interesting because it seems almost intentional, like you're getting into this time machine and you're leaving. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, 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 where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go back to my 10-year-old self and think about that. I'm like, right. okay, well, you just time travel. You're not here. Right. You know? <laughs> right. No, and I mean, how what would it be like to attune to both the past and the present yeah. at the same time? Can you do it? Yeah, but why would you even? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying we, to find a workaround. I am, Can well, I have my cake and eat it too? I want to keep time traveling, I but I want to be present. I want to keep thinking about my childhood stuff. <laughs> don't tell me I can't. <laughs> it's like my immediate thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what... Well, I guess your past is always lurking in your presence. Mm, oh, for sure. No, I mean, it's here. And there's probably all sorts of tricks you can do to be present. Like, I mean... I kind of think about that thing Chuck was doing it in Better Call Saul, like naming the things you see in the room, the computer, yeah. the microphone, yeah. the painting, mace, yeah. Yeah. peanuts, you know, candles. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, it, there's a yoga mantra, at least in the yoga that I do, or they, and it, this is probably standard for anybody that does yoga or anything. It's probably just like basic, but you know, people talking about the present as a gift, you know, um, true. So here it is, but you're going to miss the gift if you're time traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was there another? Yeah, there's one uh, more um, from Chris. Chris, shout out to you. Chris is um, my friend from school. Sweet. Uh, describing pandemic time is unconventional. Time is Velcro and accordion plus a vortex. Jeez. No, see, that's all true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the, the way we could play different metaphors for time, an accordion. An accordion. That feels, I mean, that's kind of back to the wrinkle mm-hmm. in time thing. It's like there's pulses to it. Like certain things happen. Time doesn't feel linear. It actually does feel warped. If you really were to just talk about your experience of it. Velcro, sticky, slow, fast. In a vortex. Vortex. Totally. Um, 
also pandemic time. I feel like that is true. Yeah. Pandemic time. That's another example of back to the full circle way that I experience time. Like I'm probably going to get coffee with my mom this Saturday Mm -hmm. and we meet at this particular coffee shop. That's sort of halfway between our homes. And I cannot tell you, I, I mean, I guess I name what I'm about to say. And to me, it seems like the air I breathe. And to other people out there, like, what the hell are you talking about? It's hard to convey to, now that I have the marker of the pandemic, I know that I haven't been to this coffee shop with my mom during the pandemic. Yeah. It feels like yesterday. Interesting. It feels like we were just there. I'm Hmm. like, sometimes I can be like, we were just there. And sometimes people have a hard time being like, it's been six months. And I go, no, again, that happens with you where you, you, it, it's like time didn't pass. Oh, it was just here. My mom's like, it's been forever. I'm like, I guess now it's proof that it really has. It's been at least a year. Yeah. And I'm like, we were just there. We were just there. I don't, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, it's to me, we're going to do it. I'm like, I'm going to feel like we were just here. I'm like, here we are again. We were just here. See, this is where I feel like you and I are really different. And cause I'm like, I like joke because I'm like, I get nostalgic for a place. And if I'm gone from a place for like a few weeks and I come back, I'm like, wow, (laughs) it's been so long. Like Like if I miss something that I routinely do every week and I'm not there for one time, it is, it's like, wow, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like I wasn't here last time. It's been a while. Like that happens to me. I I can imagine me going back to like Hilltop and being like, it's been so long. Like, oh my gosh, so much has changed. So much in me has changed. Like so much. This is a completely different world. And it's been like three months, you know? That's yeah. really interesting. We do have a different experience of it. Yeah. I There was a time, uh, maybe a little about a year and a half ago, where I was, I think I texted you during this day, but I was sort of this guest speaker at a camp where I wasn't really needed during the day and it was near my home in Kent. So I was like, Oh my, I'm just going to really indulge today. And I just drove around and went like to my elementary school and my middle school and my high school and just walked around the campuses. And I was just at this elementary school and I was like, it was, I was like just here. Like (laughs) it was like no time has passed. I was like, I was just here. And then even in college, we'd go there and play like ultimate, not ultimate Frisbee, uh, Frisbee golf. Mm -hmm. Like I was just here. It wasn't like, Oh, so much time has passed. Like, I was just here. What an interesting thought. Weird. Because I imagine that if I were to go back to my elementary school, I'd be like, I can imagine myself being young, Mm -hmm. young here, but I wouldn't, I don't imagine myself feeling the feeling of just being. No, I mean, this is, I've never said this out loud or maybe have this thought, but like I might as well be the same person. I'm not even like I've grown so much. I'm like, I'm here. If I was put the same characters out here, I'd be the same. I'm here interacting with those people. And here I am. I I mean, there is something pure and good about that. Like, I'm like, I'm hearing you say that. I'm like, that's, that feels cool. Like, wow, what a thought. There's still nostalgia. Yeah. The, the nostalgia that it's gone. Yeah. You know, those people are gone. Those, those things are gone. But like, I'm just like, there it is. There's my elementary school. I was just here. I just felt like I, I could pick up right where I left off. Somebody could be like, get in line for class. <laughs> Mrs. Bird. I'd be like, all right, here I am. Mrs. Bird, right? I'm playing basketball, recess, hot lunch, you know. 
get, getting, I mean, talk about back then, you know, still same issues late, late from recess, late to lunch, late, late with my assignments, <laughs> same, same thing. issues <laughs> all the time. Huh? I'm always late. You are, you're still the same person. Yeah. As <laughs> Ask a question. You know, the whole class is looking at me. We just, we just said that Scott. I just answered that question. Somebody just asked that, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got a really great smile though, everyone. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just gonna <laughs> smile at everybody. It's my one defense. He's being so nice. Just give him the information twice. <laughs> also, who cares? You know, I'm like, somebody asked the question because they were spacing out. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you again. You know, who cares? Don't waste my time. I just said it. The time is going by for the sixth grade classroom. <laughs> How dare you ask a question twice? I would love to live a day in your brain. I would love it. It's pretty chill. No, I know. That's why I'm like, I'm, I would love for you to live a day in my brain. I feel like it would. Yeah, no, maybe not. <laughs> maybe no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see the panic Scott's face just had. No, no, no. I don't want to. That sounds stressful. It is. I think my thing with time, as I guess this is full circle again, like as we're wrapping up, like it's like, um, it, it, I'm also wanting to be a person that's empathetic. So I've said this on the pod a few times, but like my whole experience in life is like everybody, every single person is clapping in my face reminding me about reality and existence and time and things. And I'm like, Oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not, it's not just this idea of like, Oh, in general, my default is pretty chill, but it's also this thing of like, I want to be empathetic and I, and I'm wakening up and daily constantly to like this hurt someone. Yeah. And that I care about that for sure. I'm not like, Oh, chill. I don't even, it doesn't even register that I hurt someone. I'm no, like, it's gosh, like you, you're I hurt gotta someone. be aware of your impact. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It, 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 it impacts me and makes me so sad when I see that I've let you down being late or something like that. You know, that's something I very much care about, but yeah, in general, I'm just mostly bopping around sort of oblivious <laughs> to most things. It's true. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, which I think is like, I mean, it takes two to know one thought here of yeah. like, that's why it's helpful. Like we're all bebopping around oblivious <laughs> to different things. True, true. Like, so it it's helpful to have people to help name things that we're- well, Yeah, well, we're trying to alert people to be more curious. Like some people are walking around being like, why? I got life figured out. Got my job. Got my social location. Right. Got my plans. Right. You're like, have you ever thought about this? We're like, why would I? Yeah. Well, well. Why wouldn't you? Well, we get a little more curious. Get a little more <laughs> curious. Um, any other wind down thoughts around time? I I'm feel good. like I know that you wanted to play some song. I'm like, we should play time as a symptom. Oh, oh, I, I was probably just going to insert that DC talk song randomly into the middle of the episode. Okay. Well then I feel like. And with time as a symptom. I feel like, yes. I mean, that to me is of any song gets at the mystical element of time in life and yeah. the dynamicism no, between the two in birth and death and cyclical nature in the, the multiplicity of things 
all yeah. held within time. Yeah, no, it does. And, and and it's saying many things that we weren't capable of saying in this episode. No, I feel like I had this big dream of talking about all these cool existential topics. I'll read what's in my notes yeah. of my, my free associate ideas. We being on time, question mark. We covered which that. Is, we got that one. <laughs> and I wrote relative flow time dot, dot, dot. So stressy. Time as a gift, time as curse, which Ooh. I kind of feel like yeah. sometimes it is. Time <laughs> as an object, which mm-hmm. that would have been fun to talk about. Story plus time, which yeah. I think is interesting. It's like when you drop into a story, yes. what happens with time? Yes. Time transformed when you've dropped into a story. Yes. Um, how time feels. Yes. Time feels different in different situations. Yes. Oh, that's, see, these are episodes. Um, we can, now, we, now we get to return to time whenever we want. Exactly. Quote, right. unquote, losing track of time. And then time moves both ways. Yeah. Which that's that's like, that'll be a part of the song. So I guess that's the entryway. Those are the art free associate. Our moves both ways. I just wrote a paper <laughs> and I ended it with art moves both ways, and this is why. Brought <laughs> I brought in my my uh, art motto to a college grad school paper, and that feels cool. Well, I mean, maybe the closest we got to this, at the very least, is not in the not in the like physics philosophical existential way. I mean, there's a scientific way of talking about time in terms of like matter and, and literal passing of time and space. And those are things I feel a little bit in over my head and then the philosophy of time and then sort of this existentialism. But this idea of time moves both ways and time is an accordion mm-hmm. uh, there. There is a sense just, just in our brains in this time traveling of like, well, where am I? You know, yeah, I can close my eyes and be anywhere. Yeah. And, and, and I think that, yeah. that folds into a conversation about dreams because we say, well, sometimes a dream feels just as real as a memory and it, you collect it's, these memories. It's, and, and a dream is happening. A dream is present. I know it's really nuts to It's to a name present that. thing. Yeah. Even like say your child itself is there, but you presently experience it in this time. Yeah. Like I literally went on a big European vacation a few summers ago, but the memories of that vacation are just as real as a dream sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I was there, but what does that even mean that I was there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? No. And then you, you lose them. It's... <laughs> Gosh, it's it, this is this is the craziest topic. It's so big. It'd be so cool if we could have pictures from our dreams because we have pictures from these experiences. Oh, <laughs> that I mean, that, I'm sure if you're, you know, I feel like as artists, yeah, no, you could truth, create there them. It is. And also with words, I mean, those are pictures of swords. True. But no, I hear you. Yeah, that'd be snapshot. cool. A little snapshot, a little yeah. picture, a little selfie from yeah. <laughs> from me in my unseen therapy office every oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> someone (laughs) wow well i'm actually very much looking forward to future episodes i know i would really love because you know i wish we had talked about maybe not wish i think this is the thing we said this in the beginning not to put like be stressed or put pressure on getting to everything because we won't be able to but like the dance with time like what would it mean like i mean this is the part of time is gift curse and object like what would it mean to like dance with time you know like in a in kind of an interconnected trinitarian way of like to 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 see our dynamic relationship with it yeah um but 
for another alas time. <laughs> I mean, that's another one I want to put in some of the break. Take I know take time. time. That's I put that on take. the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> our two songs <laughs> currently on the playlist. No, I have no, because Joanna is some song on Spotify. So it's not on there. I have that in outside of space and time, uh, which is a good song. We got to add this DC talk song. Yeah. So we're going to put a playlist that we're going to make a Spotify playlist and Spotify playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you making fun of me? No, you I just like, cool like me? <laughs> <laughs> just like that's the thing you do. Um, we will do it too. We we'll yeah. like you. Um, yeah. So we'll put it on Spotify, and that you can find uh, probably somewhere at some time. We'll post it on our Instagram. Time. Our Instagram is looking fresh. Time. By the way, if you didn't know, we have an fresh. Instagram <laughs> 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 at No Small Thing. We also have a website, lessartmorecurious.com. Follow us, everybody. We love you. Give us attention. <laughs> we need attention, please. I'm just kidding. Uh, we do be. love you all. Thanks for listening. Um, take time. Take time this week. We're now going to play Joanna Newsom, and can time we listen to it? Absolutely. Great. Okay. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Time passed hard. And the task was the hardest thing she'd ever do. She forgot. The moment she saw you So it would seem to be true One crew burned the bases We forget One crew dead the bases We believe it erases all the rest that precedes a stunned brave life liver bleeding out your days in the river of time stand brave Greatest joy sustained.